Welcome to another episode of the Granite List Live, where we discuss all things related to employee benefits and human capital. I'm Lee Dill. And I'm Sally Pace. And today we are joined by my dear friend, Mark Testa, Dr. Mark Testa, who isn't just a chiropractor and an acupuncturist. He is also EVP at Regenex. We're going to talk a good bit about the work that is done there. But Mark, give us a little bit of your background. What led you to Regenex? Thank you, ladies. Good to see you. Thanks for having me on. I found my way to Regenex after spending 20 years or more working in primary care, pain management, orthopedic and spine surgeon's offices, places most chiropractors never go. And so I got to see the medical side of musculoskeletal and orthopedic care and the Purdue Pharma heyday where we had four opioid deaths in one quarter in the practice. I took care of a lot of surgery failures and I knew there just had to be a better way. Now, I've known Dr. Centeno, the founder of Regenex, for over 30 years now. And so when I had an opportunity to help him grow the physician network for Regenex, I jumped on it immediately and left full-time practice to go help with this endeavor because there just had to be a better way than what I was seeing in medical practice. Well, we're certainly happy to have you. What is your reason? You gave us a little bit of background, but why should people avoid elective surgeries? You have some history about non-surgical procedures. Give us a little bit more color around that. Yeah, well, you know, you can't undo surgery. And surgery has just always been part of the orthopedic continuum. And so when conservative care is no longer helpful, there was never really much else available other than to continue to be in pain or take pain medications, which we know have adverse side effects, especially when you take them long-term, even if it's just Advil or ibuprofen. I saw stomach bleeding that can occur and kidney disease that happens. And so you can't really stay on these for a long time. And because you can't undo surgery when it doesn't work, it really affects people's lives and families and incomes. And so when something filled that gap now, orthobiologics or regenerative medicine using the patient's own cells as a stopgap, as a tool before surgery when conservative care stopped working. I was like, this is the next step in orthopedic care and people should have access to this or at least explore this as an option before jumping straight into surgery or just continuing to suffer in pain. I understand what's involved in surgery and surgery sounds scary. When you say using my own cells before surgery is an option, sounds a little bit scary too for somebody that doesn't really get it. Can you do a little bit more color on what that means? Yeah, so at Regenex, we use the patient's own cells, blood platelets, platelet-rich plasma. It's a blood draw, which we've all done before, or their bone marrow concentrate that comes out of their body as well. And then we concentrate those cells and inject those using a needle back into arthritis or rotator cuff tears or ACL tears or back pain. And so it's minimally invasive. It's minimally painful. The recovery is a lot quicker. The downtime is literally days, not weeks or months. It's not surgery. You know, you're not having anesthesia. You're not being put to sleep. You're not having weeks of rehab or having a big incision that you have to be careful of not reopening. And so it's going to be less invasive and allow people to recover and get their life back a lot quicker. So hopefully 
that explanation makes it less scary than having an open surgery with anesthesia and all that goes along with that. It does. Thank you. We know Regenix is the advanced cell therapy leader in the country, and you also have a specific focus in going after self-funded health plans and helping them. Can we start just helping the audience understand what kind of conditions would even be on the radar for somebody who might want to pursue a Regenix therapy? Yeah. So particularly with self-funded employers and really across our entire book of business, our direct-to-consumer and our self-funded employers, the number one condition are knees. And this is not unique to us. People who go seek orthopedic care, musculoskeletal relief, generally show up with these three conditions, knee pain, usually knee osteoarthritis or meniscus tears, spine pain, particularly low back pain and sciatica, but also including neck pain, and shoulder problems, rotator cuff tears, shoulder labrum tears. Those are the top three things that we see, but we can really help people literally from head to toe with tennis elbow or golfer's elbow or hip pain, trying to avoid hip replacements or ankle ligaments and plantar fasciitis. Anybody who's got pain really from head to toe, who's trying to avoid surgery and looking for one more option before surgery and after conservative care is who actually find their way to us and who we feel we can help with our solution. So how do they find their way to you guys? Is it through a referral from their orthopedic or is it through marketing in the health plan? Yeah, in the self-funded plan, what we do is we have a whole strategy where we send out benefit cards to all members so they find out about it, right? Because you know that analogy, if a tree falls in the woods and no one is there to hear it, does it make any noise? It's the same thing with health benefits, right? If people don't know about it, they don't use it. So we take that initiative. We send out benefit cards. Mm -hmm. I do weekly educational webinars. So if HR will send out our emails to their members, they can attend a webinar and learn about it. We also give every employer a web portal that lists out all the webinars for the month. And when they can tune into those, we'll also add on that portal a 10-minute webinar. So employees that maybe are involved in construction or manufacturing who can't walk away from their job for 30 minutes can watch it at their convenience. We also work with a lot of TPAs for targeted outreach. So we get file feeds weekly on people who are headed towards orthopedic surgery. And that's really telegraphed. Once you had that MRI and that steroid injection, we know what's coming next. So we'll reach out to them and let them know that they have this benefit. I've also gone as far as educating on-site, near-site, or direct primary care providers, which I love to do is get that whole continuum of care educated and tell them what we're looking for so they can make the referral. Or if there's digital physical therapy or other PT involved, same thing there where we will have them know what we're looking for and connect the doctor with that. Or if there's surgical centers of excellence, same thing. I'll connect the doctor with that surgeon. So if we can't help someone, we refer on to them. And then we work with nurse navigators and educate them about what we're looking for so they can help steer. When we do all of those things, we get the right kind of utilization that we're looking for and can not only help that employee avoid surgery, but help that employer reduce their costs 
and the other soft expenses that come with people being out of work. That was going to be my next question. Obviously, we've talked about the quality of care and the alternative to it, but there has to, I'm assuming, be some type of cost savings involved. So can you talk us through how the health plan spend is impacted with Regenex? Yeah, I'll use the Validation Institute report that we had. And so when we looked at that, it was 126 surgeries on a large employer. We were able to save them 49% versus the surgeries that were avoided. And so we see that really consistently across our book of business, up to 70% of savings versus the surgery avoided. I'll go back to that Validation Institute piece. Our average cost on those 126 cases, again, the top three were knee, spine, and shoulders, was $7,300. When I calculated the average surgery avoided, it was $23,000. And again, we see that now year over year with our entire book of business, a savings up to 70%. Sometimes it's less, obviously, in that Validation Institute piece it was, but it's pretty consistent across now almost 2,000 employers. So which groups do you seem to find the most traction in? Is there a specific industry that you work best in? And are you national? We do have a national footprint. We do work with employers who have a national footprint in all 50 states. Our physician network is national with close to 100 locations now. You know, I was just looking at this. We do a lot in manufacturing, right? There's Mm -hmm. a lot of injuries in manufacturing. A lot of those people can't be gone for long because they're on an assembly line. We also have a large firefighter trust, multiple, couple hundred firefighters because they're injured all the time as well in the line of duty. But we also have a lot of white collar employers, including insurance agencies who've added this to their own benefits, who obviously are just white collar people because musculoskeletal pain really does affect everybody. We see it across the spectrum also in construction or really just about every industry. But I think the top ones that we see are manufacturing and first responders. Can we go back to kind of the brass tacks of how it works and what the benefits are for both the employee or the plan member and the employer? And I would imagine there's a faster return to work span using Regenix than a traditional approach. Can you talk about what the recovery is like for the patient? Yeah, I love the return to work part. Like my career, I was in work comp. I did a lot of that, working in those different settings. And return to work after a rotator cuff surgery is six weeks off of work and six to 12 months of extensive rehab. Spine surgeries, depending on if it's a laminectomy, discectomy, or fusion, is two to three months off of work and a lot of recovery, rehab as well. With Regenex procedures, because you're whole and intact and it's needle-based, Depending on your job duty, you could literally be back at work the next day. If you're a first responder, you're not going to be back on the rig at a fire the next day, but you can be back to doing light duty. Rehab is going to be half the amount of time. Usually you can get started on that right away in a few days or about a week doing light movement and exercise. And so that's a huge win for employers. I did a cost savings analysis for a construction company, and a lot of their important people in the field were going to be off, depending on the surgeries they had, for six weeks. I don't know. As an employer, that seems like a big loss in productivity. So 
I think not just the cost savings, but helping people get back to work quickly is a big reason employers look to this to add to their health benefits. I'm going to put you on a spot, and you might not have the statistic readily, but how many patients do y'all see that were going to surgery that you were able to detour and get them a non-invasive procedure? That's a great question. I'm going to give a rough ballpark. So we saw probably 4,000 patients last year who found their way to us from employers. That ballpark number. Mm -hmm. Roughly 70% of those people we were able to intervene on and offer a Regenex procedure. Some of those patients were too far advanced and needed to be referred to surgery. So obviously we can't help everyone. Some of those patients though, we also referred to conservative care. So if they hadn't done physical therapy, we also sent them there first because our value proposition to employers is to avoid surgery, not avoid physical therapy or other procedures. So Mm -hmm. 70% might be a little high. Maybe it was 60% because we sent some of those people to conservative care first, but it's a large number that can avoid surgery with what we're doing for them. That's great. Do you have a success story off the top of your head? Yeah, I have a great one. He shared it with us, and so I've shared it. And uh, Chuck DeSmith, a firefighter, a fire chief at Renton Regional Fire Department, had years of plantar fasciitis, which was affecting his ability to do what he loves, which is like get out into the woods in Washington and hike. He had tried a lot of things, which wasn't helping And he talked about it. After about a month, he started to feel relief. He saw our doc in Seattle and got PRP, platelet-rich plasma, into that plantar fascia. After about a month, he started to feel better. He states that after about four months, he felt fully recovered and was able to return back to his things he loves to do. Now, that's important for Chuck because he's not only a fire chief, but he also leads the younger guys and is very focused on the mental well-being and health of the whole department and his peers. And like he even says, getting out into the woods is just as important, not only for his physical health, but is for his mental health. And first responders deal with a lot of things. And if they're sidelined by pain and they can't do the things that they love to do, it only compounds everything, their physical health and their mental health. So Chuck had a great story and a great recovery, and we're grateful that he shared that with us. Well, thank you for sharing that with us and our audience. We're proud of the work that Regenex does in helping folks that are in need of orthopedic remedies really have an alternative that helps themselves, helps them get back to work and life faster, and helps the employer as well. So, Mark, thank you for being part of the Granite List community. Certainly, folks that are listening can find you on the Granite List, can find Regenex on the granite list, but if they want to reach out to you directly, do you mind sharing your contact information? Yeah, please feel free to reach out. It's mtesta, M-T-E-S-T-A at regenx.com. And I'm all over LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. Well, thank you for joining us. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Granite List Live. Thank you both and appreciate what you're doing with the Granite List as well. for listening to this episode of the granite list live access our entire library by visiting your favorite podcast venue or subscribe on our site thegranitelist.live